Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Pretty safe to say at this point, folks. We live in a police state. Incredible story out this morning from the New York Post. I'm going to make it make sense in context. Here's what we just learned. You on Facebook? I am. I've sent many messages inside their internal messenger, which allows you to communicate with your friends. And for a lot of people, friends or family and friends. Well, we've just learned from whistleblowers, Facebook has been spying on the private messages and data of American users of Facebook and forwarding those messages to the FBI. Now, that wouldn't be that controversial if they were planning violence, advocating violence, that sort of thing. In other words, planning to break the law or talking about having broken the law. But they weren't. Under the FBI collaboration operation, somebody at Facebook was red flagging what they called subversive private messages for 19 months and sending them to the Domestic Terrorism Operational Unit at FBI Headquarters in Washington, D.C. Here are the three most chilling words in this article. Without a subpoena. Why couldn't they get subpoenas? Because you need evidence of a crime to get those. And there wasn't any. There was no evidence. So what qualified you to have your messages turned over to the FBI? Expressing anti-government sentiment anti-authority sentiment, or questioning the 2020 election. It gets even more shocking because those private messages sent on Messenger were then farmed out as leads to FBI field offices around the country. This is simply astonishing. For disagreeing with your government, for suspecting someone might have stolen the election, that's it. You were likely, if you messaged that, turned over to the FBI. But it gets worse. Because, according to the New York Post, and you can take it to the bank, they were the ones, remember, that the FBI got censored for accurately reporting on Hunter Biden's crimes as cataloged on the laptop. And remember, at the time, the FBI told Facebook, told Twitter, hey, go ahead and censor these because it's Russian disinformation. When they knew damn well it wasn't, they had the laptop. So this is the same agency that actively censors you for attempting to read the reporting um, of people honestly reporting on the Biden's crimes turns around. And when you question your government, express anti-authority sentiments, guess what? Sometimes 
It wasn't just that the messages were passed on to the FBI. It wasn't just that the messages were flagged as leads. Sometimes they used covert surveillance techniques afterward to watch and spy on you. We don't know which ones. This was done over 19 months after the election. The whistleblower told the New York Post, quote, it was a waste of time, calling it a frenzy. That's how active they were. That's how widespread this was. And part of the goal, according to the New York Post, who interviewed the whistleblowers, was to produce the caseload to match the Biden administration's rhetoric on domestic terrorism. So if you merely question your government, there's nothing more American than that. Both sides of the aisle do it. You were forwarded to the FBI and possibly spied on. They could still be spying on you today. Probably are. Okay, Facebook initially called this false, but then had to walk it back when asked about it by the New York Post, saying, okay, it wasn't false. It was just wrong for the New York Post to report it. And the FBI, when asked for comment, didn't deny it. Why? Because they did it. A couple of things here, folks. I can damn near guarantee you that Facebook isn't the only entity passing on your messages. I would bet my 401k double or nothing, Samsung's doing it too. So's Apple. So's Twitter. So's all these communication mediums. Here's why. Because remember, Facebook turned over all this information after Democrats filed legislation to break them up. Democrats have the absolute ability, and we'll have probably more going forward, to regulate and attack these social media giants. They have even more ability through the FCC to go after everybody, Samsung, cable TV, all of it, if they don't turn it over. I guarantee this isn't the only place they were doing this. And guess who was targeted? The Facebook users whose private communications Facebook took, according to the New York Post and handed to the FBI, were all conservative right-wing individuals. Quote, they were gun-toting, red-blooded Americans who were angry after the election and shooting off their mouths and talking about staging protests. There was nothing criminal, nothing about violence or massacring or assassinating anyone. Now, let's put this all together. Do you remember Mark Zuckerberg going on Joe Rogan, world's most downloaded podcast, and fessing up to this, personally fessing up to censoring for the FBI? Why would Zuckerberg do that? Look at the timing. After the news that dozens of FBI internal agents had turned whistleblower, Zuckerberg does it. Why? He knows he's going to be outed. So he wants to take control of the situation by admitting it first. Then it's less of a scandal. It all makes sense now. Now let's remember what the FBI does. It doesn't just persecute people on the right side of the aisle. It actively covers up crimes by people on the left side of the aisle, as it did with the censorship scandal with Hunter Biden, right? So look what they're censoring. Look what they don't want you to know. They don't want you to know about Hunter's crimes. They don't want you to know the extent to which Hunter and the big guy are owned and illegally controlled by the Russians and the Chinese. Because remember, taking that money was money laundering. They didn't report it to the IRS. They didn't pay taxes on it. Then they violated felony statutes where they have to register as a foreign agent. So that's at least two felonies apiece for Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. So they had to hide that. But what is the other thing they're really interested in? Anything anybody has to say about stolen elections. Why is that important? Because remember what the FBI does for the Democrats. They cover up crimes. Now let's remember who was in charge of investigating 
those stolen election claims. It'll all come back to you. It was Timothy Tebow, the guy who was just kicked out of the FBI. They let him resign. That guy. The guy who we would then find out was also instrumental in walling off digitally Hunter Biden's crimes from the very FBI agents tasked with investigating them. He put them behind digital walls, making it off limits to see and thus investigate them. See how all the links connect? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tebow, along with Agent Brian Otten, who unfortunately is still employed by the FBI, you'll remember, were also instrumental in beginning the Russia investigation. So what does it tell you that they are all over and want to censor for the Democrat Party any news of a stolen election? That it was a stolen election. Now let's go back to the truly mind-boggling irony of this. Because remember, what, what are they doing? What has the New York Post told us in this article today that they're doing? If you even questioned the 2020 election, your messages were forwarded, right? Who started the idea of questioning elections? It was the Democrats and the FBI, who ironically told us starting in 2016 that the election had been stolen from Hillary and awarded to Trump by the Russians. Well, here's the irony of that. We now know for absolute certain that the FBI knew by October of 2016, before the election, that Hillary's campaign had made up Russian interference, made up collusion. And we know they knew that because the CIA director, John Brennan, recorded that he advised the FBI of that. And the reason he told the FBI was because the Russians had found out about it, that Hillary was spinning the collusion lies around Trump, saying that Russia was involved and Russia was pissed. And so remember, CIA director John Brennan in the summer of 2016 went to the White House to personally meet with Barack Obama and Joe Biden and even kept his own handwritten notes telling them, look, Hillary's campaign came up with this. It's going to cause problems with the Russians. The Russians know we are framing them. They are angry about it. They could, you know, potentially take some kind of negative action. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, it's a, it's an act of war to accuse your enemy of a coup. So it is insanely ironic that the FBI, after bolstering through congressional testimony, lies under oath, that's another felony, uh, all the leaks to the media, all the interviews they did telling us Russia collusion was real and that it, uh, em- you know, it, it influenced the election. And remember, we'd be asked, well, they'd be asked, well, like, how many votes that got changed? And they'd say, oh, no votes were changed because they could never point to a specific vote. They could never answer the next question, right? So it is incredibly ironic that the FBI, who literally astroturfed the idea, lied about the idea, misled the country with the idea that the Russians had somehow installed Trump, is now spying on and persecuting through illegal, and it is illegal surveillance because no crime's been committed, people questioning the 2020 election. It's insane. Now, quickly, on the heels of this, I want to follow up on something from yesterday's podcast. The FBI taking 
the MyPillow guy, Mike Lindell's phone. Something widely reported by the mainstream media and framed as, oh, Trump coup, January 6th. And that's all the left needs to hear. And they assume something illegal is going on. But they don't pay attention to the players like I do. Mike Lindell has no connection to Trump. He did not get interested in the 2020 election until afterward. He spent millions of dollars of his own money making documentaries on election fraud and theft through the machines, right? This has been going on for a while. He had absolutely no connections to January 6th. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. So, Lindell is going duck hunting with a friend. He's on his way back. They stop at a Hardee's. And they're in the drive through line when an FBI car pulls up and blocks their way. He gets out. The FBI agents are questioning him. Now, what are they questioning him about before they take his phone? This is the mind-blowing part. And Lindell made a mistake. He actually talked to them. I would have never spoken a word without my attorney. They've got a long history of lying about conversations that are unrecorded in order to prosecute you. But he did. Not a wise move, but he did. For 20 minutes, he talked to them. And what did they want to know? This is the fascinating part. They didn't care about January 6th. They cared about the election machine data that he's been sharing with attorneys generals, secretaries of states, state party heads all over the country. Because that data was written with a code, he says, and he's got all the data to prove it, he says, was written with a code that allows internal tampering. And this is across multiple different manufacturers, but it's the same base source code. Lindell has been traveling the country with a guy who wrote the code that allows the manipulation of the elections. The guy's a Democrat who voted for Biden. They've been sharing it, explaining how it works in an effort to get states to stop using the machines and go back to ballots. Lindell is doing this through lawsuits, conversations, sharing, and his podcast. So what did the FBI want? What they quizzed him about is where he got all the internal data for these machines. And he said, look, it's open source. They can go get it. And he said, I spent 20 minutes trying to convince them that this was what they needed to look at. Now, Mike Lindell has been saying the election was stolen. The machines did it, putting out documentaries for a while. But it was not until he began to hit on, hey, this is how the machines are pre-programmed to make it very simple to change the election results and no one will ever know. And he's been educating, again, the secretaries of state, the attorneys general, election officials all over the country, uh, plus doing podcasts on how to stop the machines from stealing elections, including when you plug them in to the Internet. And all of a sudden, that's what the FBI wants to know. And they took his phone. He kept asking what crime he'd committed. They couldn't come up with one. What does this tell me? We should start digging into the machines. If the FBI is interested in covering this up, there's something there. In persecuting those talking about it, there's something there. Now, let's look at who is the only media outlet left with significant reach talking about it. Who? Again, the War Room podcast by Steve Bannon, on which Lindell has been a regular guest. Again, Steve Bannon and Donald Trump are alienated. Uh, Bannon betrayed him, uh, leaked stuff, negative stuff to the mainstream media, and Trump fired him. They haven't talked in three years. So there is no way that Bannon could have any access to January 6th, any of that. Yet that has been the justification that the FBI has and the DOJ has given to the media for these raids. But that's wrong. It's impossible. There's no connection. 
They're going after them because they won't stop talking about a stolen election. Who else have they raided? Again, Boris Epstein, regular guest on that podcast. He was fired after three months by Trump. He only worked there through March of 2017. Yet the FBI has been using the cover. Oh, January 6th, election coup. Well, again, Epstein is so far outside Trump's circle, it's not even funny. That's just the cover. These guys must be getting close to the truth. The FBI is so terrified. Think about this. So terrified that if you so much as question, you're a random person, the election, they surveil you. They get your Facebook messages. Folks, something big is here. I hope. Pray to God. Someday we find out what it is. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.